It's Chargers week, and the Browns got some really good news. We got some guys coming back off of injury reserve. You're talking about Taven Bryan. You're talking about getting a guy like Miles Garrett back, and we're definitely going to get Greedy Williams back this week. So those guys are coming back. We need all the reinforcements we can get. Uh, we start to look at these matchups. Denzel Ward did his thing last week against Drake London. This week got another big opportunity and big guy on, the, on his plate, and Mike Williams will talk about that matchup, JOK uh, and, and Phillips. Uh, versus Austin Eckler, who's a great back, can catch and run. And then we'll finally, uh, you know, round this thing up uh, with, with Amari Cooper. Did not get involved in the Falcons game. Jacoby Brissett spoke, and he talked about how important it was to get Amari Cooper ready and rolling. We'll talk about all of these things and more on this episode of the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush, at GBush91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Check out. Also, keep your eyes out for, you know, the guys will be doing uh, some post-game Cleveland Guardians playoff coverage starting on Friday. So, of course, keep your eyes out for that. Uh, 92.3, the fan, uh, the barbershop Saturday mornings, post-game, post-game show, Browns over there as well. So all the stuff and all the ways you can find Mr. Garrett Bush. Of course, keep in mind, two-minute warning, Sunday, uh, Browns Chargers will go live on both Lockdown Browns and the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show channel. Myself, Garrett Bush, Mikey McNuggets, and of course, the Bull, Adam the Bull, will be in the house. Appreciate everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform, of course, on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. You have your notifications on. So when the episodes drop, you will have it to digest. And of course, now the Roku app, Locked On Cleveland Sports. Go ahead, find it. All the episodes will be there from Locked On Browns, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Guardians, and of course, Cavaliers. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to. Faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. Uh, getting closer and closer here as the week goes through here. But now the Browns starting to get some good news. Greedy Williams uh, back to the practice field. We'll see if that turns into him getting elevated for Sunday's game. But important for Greedy, obviously, it's always just been tough for Greedy Williams. You know, always dinged up, always some injuries. But, you know, guy, when he goes out there, he plays well, he plays tough. Um, it, perhaps the Browns getting another piece to that secondary after a much better performance against the Atlanta Falcons, getting a guy like Greedy back in, a little more length, a little more size. Certainly uh, could behoove Miss uh, Joe Woods. Uh, Dan, uh, Tavon Bryant, uh, look, the defense tackle play, it's not been stellar. Perrion Winfrey with a, a better week last week against Atlanta. I think there'll be the opportunity there for some more reps for Perrion Winfrey this week. Uh, Tavon Bryant in a situation like this when you got a lot of young kids who are struggling, um, you know, you're kind of looking to get that veteran presence back. Um, Tavon Bryant back at practice yesterday. And Miles Garrett, 
smile on the face like it was Christmas morning, for God's sakes, uh, as Miles Garrett made it back to practice yesterday. Um, the most noticeable thing for me is, you know, you saw like some coverings, um, you know, a sleeve. I didn't see a shoulder brace. I didn't see anything on his bicep. So, you know, whatever these injuries are and are probably still existing, it doesn't look like they are that serious um, as Miles is out there. And, you know, no brace on. It probably tells you, you know, he's probably good to go. And getting a player like that back for Sunday will be huge, will be hugely beneficial for this Browns defense, as we hope for. Garrett, there's been times where, you know, last week secondary played well. Linebacking unit, they've had some moments this year. Defensive line in other games, they have played well. But it's never really all come together for this unit as we're headed to week five now. And this is a really, really promising unit. We've spent a ton of time on this on the offseason in the summer talking about the potential of this Cleveland Browns defense. But it's going to get to week five. And by far, this is going to be your biggest test of the season with the Los Angeles Chargers. But here we are going into week five. Garrett, if it doesn't look really good this week. There's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of noise. We've uh we, we've spot shadowed this unit. Everybody has picked this unit to be one of the teams and, and one of the units that can actually potentially be uh the the unit that actually is the dominant unit for this team. Uh, it could be a, a team where uh you know this is a guy a team that can get after the quarterback. They have corners. They have a lot of different parts that uh that are interchangeable. They can be versatile. Um, but I think this is going to be a gut check. I, I think once you have a sample size of five to six games, um, it's stopped. The, a quarter of the season is almost over, right? So you know who you are. Uh, after five or six games, you you tend to understand that it's just not a small sample size. You tend to understand that you go back and look at last year, which you were, that your team is a different team this year. So, you know, I'm looking at this game and it'll tell me how the Cleveland Browns need to proceed in the next few in order to, to be able to be in contention when Deshaun Watson comes back. This season has always been a tricky one because there's a lot of juggling and moving parts. And when you throw injuries in the mix, you, you, you all automatically have to start throwing in. You're looking at it. Oh, we got a backup quarterback. Um, you know, what is it going to be like when our, when our quarterback who's there for the first year, uh, who hasn't played for doggone two years, what is that going to look like? And, and we got a defense that on paper seems to be a unit that should be playing much better than it is. And that unit has injuries. So that that's going to be a, a tough thing to, to swallow, but you always will take guys getting back into the mix. Um, I think MJ Emerson, you know, with Greedy Williams, I think it's a depth thing. Um, you never know who's going to go down. I, thought, I think MJ Emerson has played very well um, as a rookie. So, so I'm not really alarmed and being like, oh, let's just throw Greedy Williams in now. It's always good to have a piece or part here and work him in slowly because you know how injuries are. And then we we continue to look. I think the biggest one is Taven Bryan. He's not a world beater, but when you look at the PFF grades, he's double what uh, Jordan Elliott is doing. He's double what Tommy Togia is doing. At least he's in the 50s and 60s. These guys are in the 20s. So uh, we'll at this point, we'll take the 50s and obviously Miles Garrett. Um, if you can't get Clowney back, at least you can get Miles Garrett back. Their tackle is out. Joey Bosa is out. So we talked about this on um, Crossover Thursday. It's sort of a wash when it comes to certain things. They got some guys out. We got some guys out. But if we can get Miles Garrett back, that'll be a, a, a really big uh, event. And I think it gives the Browns a much better chance to win this game at home.
I, I think the thing with Greedy, and, and this is, you know, um, what's interesting is, you know, the Browns would have the ability to probably go four corners if they want to in the dime situation. Um, you know, maybe Ronnie Harrison, who got some run last week, maybe Ronnie Harrison doesn't get his number called this week. Maybe get the opportunity where you have four corners on the field with your two safeties. Um, you know, gives Joe Woods a little bit more flexibility if he wants to get a little diverse. Uh, do you want to play a little bit more man in those situations because you have such an insane first four of Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom and of course MJ Emerson and now maybe Greedy Williams returning to the fold? And for the secondary, you know, this is a test. Look, you know, first off, Justin Herbert can make every throw there is. The, just a ridiculous arm talent, a big, big guy, six foot six, probably 240 and change. Um, the Browns missed some sacks last week by not being able to, you know, tackle Marcus Mariota. Um, it's going to be a little bit of different circumstances here with a guy like Justin Herbert because you know, just because you get your hands on a guy, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get him. Justin Herbert is a big, big dude to get to the ground. Uh, so you're going to have that. Miles Garrett, uh, Chargers are now starting a rookie at left tackle, slid over from the interior to play the left tackle position. Obviously, he didn't play anybody worth the ilk last week on the Houston Texans. That's going to be you know, the uh, talent that Miles Garrett is. Uh, so that's huge. And look, Taven Bryant, look, you know, it, it kind of an afterthought as an acquisition. Um, as the Browns were hoping the kids basically, you know, you basically, you know, grab the rope and t- take a step up the mountain. And it's just not happened at this point. I think Perrion Winfrey, you're probably going to get to see some more reps this week. He showed pretty positive in the Atlanta game. At least he was the best of the bunch, not a sparkling bunch, as Mr. Bush has just mentioned here. Um, but you're going to try to ride ride that momentum with Perrion Winfrey. And I think the thing that I noticed most about Perrion Winfrey on Sunday was aggravation. Like when you're getting pushed around, I mean, he was, you know, like you can see it. And when he was making a play, he was aggravated. Like he wanted to set a tone like this needed to stop. Uh, you need guys like that. You know, look, anybody in the defensive tackle position, this is going to probably be something we can say all year. Anybody want to step up? Time is now, man. Anybody wants to step up? You're your opportunity. We'll, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll I mean, really. It. I mean, at this point, I don't care if the guy who, you know, lines the fields at first energy is, you know, six foot four, 300 pounds. Do you want to jump in a rotation, make a play? We ain't going to tell you no, bro. Uh, they definitely need some help there. And those guys, look, you understand young players, things like that. But when you're talking 125th and 126th, out of 126 ranked defensive tackles, that's just not going to cut it. We're going to flip it up here. Uh, two, obviously, intriguing playmakers for the Chargers this week, Mike Williams and, of course, Austin Eckler. We're going to talk a little bit about the guys who are going to be you know, lined with having to take care of those two gentlemen on Sunday and hopefully containing them to ensure a chance for a Cleveland Browns victory. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. 
Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Uh, G. Bush and Jeff Lloyd, as always, Chargers Week. Make sure you uh, you definitely follow us on Twitter at G. Bush 91, where you can find me at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd is where you can find him. And we did you a nice favor. We just put it right on the screen. <laughs> so you got it right there for you to look at. Make sure you check us out on the two-minute warning. So far, a uh, bit of great success. Bit of great success. Um, you know, this is a game where you want to you want to be tuned into the two minute warning when we talk about suspense, when we talk about, you know, you know, getting in live, having your opinions heard. Uh, this is the place to be, uh, especially when there's, you know, we were winding down to the end of the game and it's tied or the Browns need to drive or the other team is driving. All those things add to the live. And that's why we do it live. So make sure you uh, subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Browns podcast. You will hit that notification bell, and you'll know exactly when we're on at the two-minute. It'll pop up in your feed, and you'll be able to go ahead and watch us. Make sure you do that today. Um, Jeff, we talked a little bit about uh, guys coming back, um, but some guys uh, that were playing came back a little bit, right? Denzel Ward had not been playing well. He isn't hurt or injured. But we found we, we see that Denzel got back to what Denzel did, um, you know, a little more man coverage. I thought he did a good job, came up with the big interception last week against the Falcons. Uh, and he held Drake London in check. Uh, Drake London, a bigger body receiver, um, a guy that could, you know, go up vertically and catch the ball and was on a little bit of a hot streak prior to that game against the Browns. I think Denzel did a really good job of just locking him down and, and just being uh, being feisty, being physical, and, and just staying with him the entire game. Now, we take a look at this, and when we we, we uh, move to the matchups against the Chargers, he doesn't get any rest. No rest for the weary. Mike Williams is coming into town. I, I think he's pretty much kind of the same guy as a Drake London, right? It, you know, they just happen to be a little age difference. But Mike Williams, uh, a guy that could get vertical, guy that's a bigger body receiver, um, you know, but he is a little bit inconsistent. $20 million guy, got the contract in an offseason. He's a little bit inconsistent. Um, and it's not because he's dropping the football or anything. It's just for the simple fact that Justin Herbert is a guy who tends to spread the football around rather than targeting one guy. And so even though Keenan Allen is out, Mike Williams um, slides into the number one receiver role. And he's had some really good games where he's had over 100 yards and some touchdowns. But he's also had some games where he's not been on the board. So that's a matchup that um, Denzel and Mike Williams will be watching that. And then obviously you got JOK um, and, uh, and and Jacob Phillips versus Austin Eckler, who's a guy that can run the ball and, and is a threat out of the backfield. Uh, which one of these matchups intrigue you? Um, I, I think for me, it's the Eckler matchup. I think Ward and Williams, I think, I think Denzel should have another strong week here. The thing with Mike Williams is, yes, he, he's pretty much just a vertical guy and he wins with size. He wins with arm length, you know, ability, you know, to catch ball, you know, contested catches in tight space. Uh, but this is the type of guy where Denzel Ward probably just going to be in the hip all day. You know, Denzel, it, 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 this isn't a guy, you know, where with his size, he's this super freak speed guy or really twitchy in his route running. Uh, basically just a vertical guy. And, you know, look, he's had a lot of success in the league. There's no question about that with Mike Williams. 
But I think Denzel Ward facing a similar body type last week in Drake London and who we put basically on lockdown and, you know, Denzel everywhere Drake London went, Denzel Ward was with him. I think he even followed in the bathroom at one point. So for Denzel, this is a really, really good matchup. You can take Mike Williams out and, you know, to the point of where we're recording here, Ke- Keenan Allen still hasn't practiced. Um, And, you know, Keenan Allen's a great player and obviously, you know, Browns have an opportunity that he's going to be a spectator. Uh, that That's just huge. There are other playmakers within that offense. There's no question about it. Um, but Austin Eckler, now this is, you know, this is the chore. We did actually did the crossover episode, and uh, Dan Wade, locked on Chargers, you know, made the point of, you know, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, this is the types of guys that you drafted this ultra-athletic hybrid linebacker for, you know, dealing with quarterbacks with speed, dealing with, you know, dual versatility, Running backs like Austin Eckler, he's a guy that absolutely he can ruin your day as far as a receiver. He can ruin your day running. Had success against the Browns in 2018. Had success against Cleveland Browns last year in 2021. Just a special talent. And you know he and Jacob Phillips, um, you know JIK, that is you guys have to be disciplined. Um, you know you understand that he is your guy. You can't let him get outside his routes, a lot of Texas routes, a lot of stuff over the middle. And the most important thing is you have to understand a guy like Austin Eckler is going to make plays. So the biggest key is, is tackling. You cannot let this guy break tackles. He breaks tackles, you know, on a four-yard, five-yard swing pass. The next thing you know, you're talking 15-20. And, you know, that Chargers offense, the momentum gets going, the points start going on the board, and they're just a really, really difficult team to take down here. Uh, so, you, you know, it, it'll be interesting what you do outside of that. Because, you know, with two top options like the Chargers have in Williams and in Eckler and the Browns, you know, we, as we know, you know, they play these hybrid linebackers. They like to play a lot of defensive backs. It opens opportunity where maybe you might say, hey, let's do a little man. Let's blitz and try to aid this pass rush or at least get Herbert, you know, off time, off schedule, you know, as he's hitting his release point here. You know, Miles, and again, look, we don't know, and we won't know until Sunday what we're actually getting a Miles Garrett, it, it, you know, what we saw yesterday practice looked great, but I mean, we don't know until we get to the game. Are we getting an 80% Miles Garrett? Are we getting a 90%? Are we getting close to a hundred percent? If he's close to a hundred percent against a rookie, you know, guy who kicked out from guard to tackle, you probably feel pretty good about a situation like that. Um, but I would think early Browns might want to consider about giving just some assistance because we do not truly know what Miles Garrett's going to give us. And, you know, if you can get an opportunity, man, a couple of A-gap blitzes, you know, with, you know, Phillips or, or JOK, you know, bring a safety or two off the edge. And, you know, they always like to, you know, blitz Ward at least once or twice a game. These are things for Joe Wood. And look, as your defense is hopefully starting to become more of a cohesive unit, it gives you the opportunity here to gamble a little bit, to push the button, you know, to push it on the accelerator here, try to force a quarterback into some mistakes here. And these are all things. But, yeah, I mean, it comes down. You cannot let Mike Williams kill you vertically like they did last year to the tune of 170 yards or something of that nature. And you most certainly, certainly have to understand Austin Eckler is going to make plays. But the key is ball in hand. You're the first one on scene. Austin Eckler has to go down. I, I think you said something right there. I, you know, I'm looking at it in terms of, JOK, they need to unleash him a little bit. They need to get this guy moving. They need to get him on blitzes more. They need to they need to have it where this guy can cause a little terror. I think they're, they're, they're keeping him isolated by itself too much where people can, can hone in on him and just tee off on him. They got to move him around, rush him off the edge, rush him in the middle, drop him. All those things, he should be playing the Troy Palomala role. They should say, where the heck is JOK? 
And, and I think they need to be more creative in that with just sitting him in the middle of the field and, and asking him to beat guards. I, I just, it, he's, he's a special talent. He has a special skill set. And the defense has to start using that. It's it's time. I mean, look, he's here. I mean, you know, literally a chess piece. And, you know, he's here to eliminate, you know, whatever is the biggest underneath issue. There's the running back, whether it's a tight end. And the other thing is both of these linebackers, all these linebackers, Sione Takitaki. Uh, if you didn't check out, Sione Takitaki and uh, Corey Kinnon, uh, Browns Wire did a fantastic piece. You know, you want to talk about a guy who's playing quiet, solid football right now, and nobody really wants to mention it. It's Sione Takitaki. Um, really, really been, you know, Unfortunately enough, for Sione Taki Taki contract year, and that play even picks up. So good for uh, you know Sione in that respect here. Um, but you know you have to be cognizant of you know Herbert running as well. I mean, you think of a quarterback at six foot six this size, you just think you know. Trust me, he can run. And you know there's a, there were a lot of opportunities games last year. I'm talking about John Costco where you know they would just run a play and run the area dry. And guess what? Justin Herbert knew the play would be dry. Nobody was on one side of the field. Justin Herbert just tucked the ball, run, pick up a quick six, seven, keep moving those chains. Really smart, intelligent quarterback. Um, and as much as he's physically gifted, he plays with an intellect of taking what the defense will give him. Special, special talent here. Jacoby Brissett spoke yesterday. And with Amari Cooper, we've seen how effective this team can be when Amari Cooper gets involved early and it basically softens everything else up coverage wise for what the defense can do. And you saw last week, Brown struggled. Amari Cooper struggled. That's something's going to have to change this week. We're going to get to that. Jeff Lloyd, G Bush, your latest locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sporting wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Uh, G. Bush and Jeff Lloyd. Uh, we want to thank everybody out there who's downloaded the podcast. We want to encourage you to continue to download our podcast so you can get that wherever you get your podcast and continue to support us on that platform as well. And then YouTube, of course. Right now we're at uh, about 3,400. We want to kick this thing in overdrive. We want to really get this thing moving as the season rolls on. We want to, in the next two weeks, we want to hit 4,000. That's where we want to be at. We want to get to that 4,000. The growth has been tremendous so far. Uh, let's go ahead and kick that up and, and make sure that if you are watching the podcast, if you are enjoying it, please do a small gesture and subscribe and like on YouTube. Now, Jacoby Brissett had some stuff to say and talked about, um, you know, Amari Cooper. Uh, he's been a little bit up, up and down. The games where Amari Cooper has over 100 yards, the Browns seem to be a team uh, that is very hard to beat. When the Browns don't get him involved, he's less than, you know, 10 yards, 12 yards, under 20 yards of production. Then it seems like the Browns offense is, is still rolling a little bit because don't get it twisted. They still got Chubb and Hunt. But it's much easier to stop. It's much easier to slow down when you're one-dimensional. And he talked about how important it is to get Mari Cooper to football. Um, just as, and I think this is one of the important things, just like you get Kareem Hunt bought the ball, this is why you get uh, Nick Chubb the ball, this is why you got a, a, a meter where you count in touches. 
all those things are important because you want to get these guys comfortable. When you get a guy that's talented and is a superstar and you get him moving and he's catching the ball, he's feeling good about himself. <clears throat> now he's in the flowing rhythm of the game. So I think it's very important in this game, especially when points are going to be something you got to put up. Last weekend, we was talking about uh, threes on the road. Here, you got to get seven home. I, I, I would <laughs> Seven's at home, dog, because uh, these dudes going to get 40. And, and so if you want to kick three field goals and they come down and, and, and kick, and you don't kick none and, and score a touchdown, they down too, and you've dominated. So that, that's the point we're here. And I think uh, Amari Cooper is a huge part of getting points on the board. And I think this is, is really smart. That that uh, Jacoby Brissett is mentioning that in the media, and I think that's a smart way of letting Mariah Cooper know that, hey, big dog, I gotta get you to rock. I, I absolutely agree with you. And but the, and the thing with this though, with the Chargers though, is it, it's a tricky team offensively. You know, week one against the Raiders, put up twenty four. Week two, put up twenty four and a loss to the Chiefs. Week three, only put up ten against the Jaguars. And I will tell you right now, the potential of this Browns defense. Is certainly, certainly on par for what the Jacksonville Jaguars have. And then 34 last week against the Texans. So at times this Chargers offense has been up and down. Um, and this is something here where after a month in and we go to week five, you know, warts and, you know, miscommunications and slow starts, those things are kind of understandable over the course of a 17-game season. Now, not so much, Garrett. You really, really have to start having clicking on all cylinders. Um, and I don't think it was a miscommunication, the, the big reception that they gave up against Atlanta last week, as much as it was a blown coverage. And I think it, more of it was they kept running it, 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 and then, oh, crap, now they're passing it. And I think that's kind of what, what the issue was there last year. I mean, last week, sorry. But, you know, with Mike Williams, there's nothing that's going to fool you here. You know where he makes his living. He makes his living vertically. You know, Austin Eckler, definitely. Definitely a difficult, difficult stop. But for the Browns offense, and we saw this in weeks two and week three, Amari Cooper, once Amari Cooper gets involved, and whether it's outside, whether it's in the slot, now you start to have some safety start creeping in a little closer because, man, Amari's running these slants and he's killing us, and we can't be giving away those saving eight, nine, ten yards. And then what did you start to see? Uh, now safeties are paying attention to David Njoku. And now that part of the offense is opening up as well. You throw the ball well, it just cre increases the amount of running lanes there are for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, which is your ultimate goal anyway, obviously, is to get these two guys involved. You saw a deep shot last week to Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, a fantastic catch. I think it was about you know, 50 yards, something like that. Um, but you need to get all of this humming at once. And you, it's the Browns, in regards to who the quarterback is, when you have playmakers like Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, David Njoku, Amari Cooper, and if you want to say the fifth wheel in that is Donovan Peoples-Jones, it's a nice five right there, man. You go to any park anywhere, man. You go play five on five all day long with those guys. But the key is you've got to kind of get everybody involved. And as much as you know, Nick is the focal point when it's whether it's you know 20 uh, carries plus per week, it's Amari getting going that basically opens up everything. Amari obviously knows everything there is to know about the Los Angeles Chargers, played this franchise many, many times as he was in, you know, the AFC West for the Raiders for a while, you know, played against them, uh, you know, with the Dallas Cowboys. He knows this organization well, and this should be one where you've got to, you know, I mean, and I know it's always scripted, and look, if it's 15 plays and, you know, eight of them minimum are Nick Chubb runs, 
you got to get three four to Amari Cooper early just to get him going because he gets going it changes the focus of the Chargers defense and should make life just that much easier for a guy like Jacoby Brissett Khalil Mack now keep in mind yes Khalil Mack is there so even without Joey Bosa you still have a player like you know Khalil Mack this Browns offensive line has been on point to this point this season you know across the board Wills Batonio uh Posick uh Teller and of course Jack Conklin you need a stellar effort from these guys to get things going in the right direction but a key Garrett and this should be week in week out as important as you know Nick Chubb is and the thing where it's different with Nick is Nick is always going to get his good game bad game good team bad team but the key and it's crazy to say but the key is Amari Cooper you get Amari Cooper going all of a sudden, offense and play calling, all of these things just become like butter. Much easier, much easier. When when they're, when you got guys in the box, um, it's tough sledding. Uh, the great thing about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they make the first guy miss more than any other running backs in the league. Uh, but when you can get the running game, that's why you know a lot of people were clamoring and pounding the concrete and the table um, for you know another receiver. Uh, and another guy backside. Now, David Njoku could possibly be that second receiver. Um, and it's also something that that why people think the Browns going to be super dynamic when a guy like uh, Deshaun Watson comes back. Because now, um, when you when he comes back, you have an opportunity. Teams can't just load you up like that. They have to pick something. Uh, and, and Deshaun Watson is able to make plays with his feet and his arm. So this is a, that's one of the reasons why people are so so excited. And the, and the pass game is a, is a complement to the run game. For me, the only thing I want to see when we get down in, uh, on, inside the five, I, I'm I'm going four times with the big dogs. Um, you know, it, it, you know that's where I prefer to do. Um, sometimes my coach always said, if you hey, if we can't get a yard up there, we don't deserve to win. So, um, you know, that's where I would deviate and go with the pass or excuse me, the run game, but. It's going to be a really um, important feature this this game to get Amari Cooper uh, their football when they do go to the air. Yeah, you're just going to have to. Look, I mean, you know, if you're going to start knocking off or even thinking about knocking off big-time teams in this league, and look, and, and this is how weird this year is. Los Angeles Chargers are only two and two football team themselves coming into this game, you know, with a loss to a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, you know, things to think about. Um, but you're going to play these games – and last year, the Browns couldn't really find a way to get their wide receivers involved in this Charger game last year. If you all remember, it was David Njoku with a monster day, Nick Chubb with a monster day. Uh, you know, Kareem was involved a ton. Browns couldn't get wide receivers involved in this game last year. That's going to have to change this year uh, if you want to get this W against the Chargers. Mark Cooper's key. It, it, it is. I mean, you can't have the guy getting 18 receptions weeks two and weeks three. And I think it's four receptions combined in the other two games. They got to get a little more balanced because people have to be thinking about Amari Cooper. Because once you take a little bit of focus off of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, because you got to place it somewhere else, these guys become just absolutely, you know, even more devastating than they are in any other given down. Uh, so, you know, we got to a bunch here today. Brown's getting reinforcements back on the defensive side of the ball here. Uh, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, they are going to be difficult, difficult matchups, but not the Browns are unfamiliar with either of these players. And Amari Cooper, Cooper is the key if you want to get that balance going on offense. 
make everything just move so much smoother. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube, the Barbershop 92.3, the fan, Saturdays, pregame, postgame, Browns coverage, Buckeyes coverage. Uh, Garrett and the boys will be firing up Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for uh, postgame Guardians as uh, the Guardians begin their October quest Friday, 1 o'clock at home. So make sure you're checking all that out. Follow at gbush ninety one. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Locked On Browns, follow back account. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Browns. YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Let's get those numbers going here. Uh, big weekend, Cleveland sports-wise. Uh, make sure you have uh, notifications on so when the uh, when the content drops, it is there for you to digest. Also, check out your Roku app. Uh, for Locked On Cleveland Sports, and you'll find us all there as well. Uh, you know, big weeks, always big week, fun week here. You know, for uh, first home game in October, uh, it should be a nice day Sunday as the Chargers come to visit. Hopefully, Browns can make it a, a terrible, terrible weekend for the Los Angeles char- uh, Chargers travel plans here. Uh, so we appreciate everybody for listening along, making every, uh, who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.